Hey y'all, I'm Kendallin. And I'm Brandy. And you're now tuned in to God and Lemonade. Hey y'all, we would love to connect with you. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at God and Lemonade and send your questions to details at GodandLemonade.com. Now let's get to the show. Hey girl, hey. Hey girl, hey. What's up, Ken? How you been? Hey Brand, I've been fabulous. How you been? I've been good. I've been making it, enjoying life, I guess you can say. Yes, you know, always. I don't think we've ever said, like, oh, life is horrible. Right. Um, no, I don't want to say it either. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I, I definitely want to keep it as, yay, hey, girl, hey, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> hey, y'all, hey out there. How y'all been? Yeah, what's up, podcast world? Right, podcast family. Yes. So today, dum-dum-dum, <laughs> we got somebody near and dear to my heart in the stewed. Yay, I'm so excited. Yes. So we have uh, one of my besties slash cousins slash sister slash I don't know what else to call it. Right. <laughs> I think that covers everything. Uh, slash Alabama fan, obviously. Uh, okay, right. You done came up in here with the wrong tie. colors on cousin. Roll tie. What is going on? You know that's my team. <laughs> what else? Anyway. <laughs> so we have today... <laughs> My cousin Adrian is with us to talk about um, singleness and being a single mom and managing life and just being a dope soul and everything that she does. I mean, she does so much. Yeah, let me just tell you, when I first met Adrian, I was like, I just love her. (laughs) (laughs) She's just so like artsy and funky and that like, not smell bad funky, but just like eclectic. Yeah, just like a cool vibe. Bruh. I feel like she can just do anything that I can't do. Um, you know, right. I just, I really admire her. Right, me too. Like, I yeah. just want to be. pretty awesome. Thank you. <laughs> I just want to be her yeah. painting and just, you know. I know, painting, doing hair, making clothes. Makeup. Uh, what else? Apparently, she like, a photographer on a low key. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She do all that. It's oh, a yeah. hobby. Just a high. I'm just saying what you have. Let me go try to be a photographer. First, Matter of fact, I tried because I have a camera. Guess what didn't work out? <laughs> Wait, first of all, everything she touched, like, okay, hobbies or not, she's pretty dope at it. Yeah, and that's kind of you know, yeah, not often that it happens with people. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you artsy in that their way, then I guess it would work out. Yeah, so what's up, A? Nothing, just balancing life. Raising a child. Okay, okay. I love this topic because I was raised by a single mom. And so was I. So so that's, you know. Look, we turned out good. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, maybe. Still up for debate on some days. All right. We made it. I mean, there you go. She got us past 18, right? Right. (laughs) They got us past 18. Okay. Yeah, giving me hope. Yes, you can do it. You can definitely do it. So, Adrian, you had like an amazing, awesome 2017 girl. You did some real big things. You purchased your first home. Yeah. Yay. Yay. That was quite a process. Yes. So, you know, like with balancing, I know we're getting, we're talking about 
um, being a single mom and balancing having a daughter who's very much so active and beautiful and happy at all times. Like, how was that process with you last year, just going through the motions? I know we talked a lot. Um, yeah, we talked a lot. <laughs> it was a lot of stuff. It was a learning process, if anything. It taught me uh, a whole lot about myself that I guess I didn't really realize okay. until you start going through the process and yeah. then having to balance, taking care of her and make sure everything's done, still working. All that was, it was, it was an experience. It was a teaching experience. Yeah. So let's back up a little bit. Um, like growing up, did you say, like, did you have a vision of a family or kids or? Most definitely, like, you know, all little girls think, you know, I'm going to have this house, I'm going to be married. Like, I just knew I was going to have five kids. Mm -hmm. Girl, five. Child. (laughs) (laughs) No way that's going to happen. Like, I change of plans. I came from a a household, both of my parents, you know, my parents are married, they're still together. So Mm -hmm. I thought I was going to have that too initially. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah. So when, you know, got a little curveball thrown at you like what was your was there panic were you just like i'm a survivor you know uh what is it wonder woman pose where you just like i got this is it wonder woman or super i don't know it could be both it could be yeah <laughs> <laughs> one of those power poses where you right. just like i i got this or are you just like freaked out like what does that look like it was more initially I, I think I was more nervous about mm. becoming a mom because I never like we always talked about us just not having kids. We were right. the two that was just like, nah, we're not having kids. So yeah. I think that was kind of like, oh man, what kind of mom would I be? But like once it happened and like everything happened and I became a single mom, it was just like aha, like it was like almost like a weight's lifted off of you mm-hmm. kind of so it was yeah i just went straight into wonder woman mode like you never know how you're gonna be until you put it in that situation mm-hmm. if that makes any sense yeah like she soup she was like super mama she was boiling vegetables i made food <laughs> breast milk the whole nine like i was just so you know that commercial first time mom mm-hmm. first time mom that was you truly first time mom <laughs> So what, even like backing up to the pregnancy, was that difficult going through that alone? Very. That's that. It was more of a learning experience Mm -hmm. because it was, you never know. Like with my child's father, we were together for eight years Mm -hmm. before we split and then we conceived Phoenix. But it was like, my pregnancy was kind of a rough pregnancy. I was high risk. I was always in pain. Like it was, it was kind of tough and my parents, but they were there. brothers were there she was there you know like i had a great support system but the person who i thought would have been there wasn't there Mm -hmm. at all yeah so it was like lesson learned yeah so how did that going through that like test your faith and even that how was your faith before that and then going through that like what did that moment look like before that, I don't think I really had any real experiences that tested my faith, you mm-hmm. know? Like, at least things that you would think are, like, small until you go through something big. And once I started going through it, it was like, man, I had to pray a lot. I remember when the doctor told me that I was high risk. And I remember crying. Like, I'm not a person that cries, like, ever. So oh, when yeah. I cried, I just prayed. And my mom was like, well, child, we're going to pray. You know, she got the all, and we went at it. And- <laughs> Adrian got a praying mama girl. What? Uh, got tongue a speaking mama. mama right. so. <laughs> That's cool. So with going through that whole process, I was 
there to see it unfold but I wasn't in the trenches with you like so once Phoenix got here did uh <laughs> sorry <laughs> goodness <laughs> once, once Phoenix got here and you were able you talked about that weight being lifted off your shoulders um do you still now feel that weight like um is it times that you it's like oh, can I do this <laughs> Anytime, like, I guess for me, once I had her, my perspective on everything changed, on life, on future, like, everything. Like, you hear people say it and you think it's kind of cliche until you actually go through it. Can you give it. us an example of that, though? Like, what do you, <laughs> like, what was Adrian like before Here Comes Baby? Man, just, <laughs> Adrian did what Adrian wanted, you know. Oh, like, can I answer, can I answer? <laughs> I did what I wanted, how I felt, no matter if I felt doing it, I did it. Like, yeah. it wasn't a thought. I didn't have to think stuff out. Like, yeah. I was very compulsive. Like, if I feel like, hey, I'm going to have red hair today, or I need to go buy a camera, or, you know, like, I want to start doing this, or I never budgeted anything. Like, I just went for it, because that's just the type of person that I am. Like, mm-hmm. I'm very... I guess you could call it like a type A personality. I'm very, if I want to do it, I do it. Yeah. I don't think twice about it. Now I think about everything and how it'll affect her or how it'll, you know, because she's constantly, like, she constantly looks at me mm-hmm. all the time. So I have yeah. to think about how it's going to be portrayed to her. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm a totally China, different person. That is a word for somebody out there who probably need to share it with somebody they know. Uh, do you, Sarah Jates? Catch right. it. Catch it. <laughs> Catch the word that she would say. <laughs> I, like, I don't think people understand. I mean, obviously, people with children get it. Mm-hmm. How vital it is as a parent from day one. From day to one. To be so um, intentional about what you do yeah. and what you say. Because they're learning everything. You yeah, know, like, the they're moment. listening to you, yeah. but they pay attention to more what you Yeah. Do. But then when they start talking and they start using all that profanity, you'd be like, oh, well, I guess you got it. Because you, you, those words were forming in your mind as I was saying them every day when I thought you couldn't speak them. Right. <laughs> now Absolutely. that you can, I can't give you whoopers for that. Um, <laughs> so it's so important. Like, your behavior is of the extreme importance for one-year-old, two-year-olds, three-year-olds. Yeah. So what advice would you give, like, um, someone that were, I guess, would be currently now in your shoes two years ago. Like, what advice would you give someone starting out on this this journey? Um, pray. Your pray. <laughs> <laughs> I, like your faith is. You're gonna have to rely on it a lot because it's gonna be things that you'll go through that. Well, Lord, I don't know how I'm gonna do this. And if you're a person like I am, where you just used to doing everything, like mm-hmm. I don't. Ask, you know, it, it takes a lot for me to ask somebody else for something. I just do it. I figure out how to do it, and I do it, and that's it. But it, it's going to come times where you ain't going to see how it's going to get done. Mm-hmm. But if you trust and you believe in them, and you and a lot of stuff you have to trust your gut on, too. Like, with you being a new mom, like, my mom would tell me the craziest remedies for stuff. <laughs> but it was stuff that they grew up doing because they didn't know any better. And I'm yeah. just like, ah. I don't think I'm gonna do that. Like, yeah. I think I'm gonna do what I yeah. trust. Oh, I remember one. Oh, I can tell it. You might be embarrassed, but I'm gonna tell it anyway. <laughs> remember the cabbage leaves? <laughs> Ada refused. Wait, so put... explain this. Okay, so her mom was like, to dry up breast milk, mm-hmm. you put cabbage leaves mm-hmm. on your breast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just... Is that that's not a real thing? I still have breast milk, so. 
Did she put the cabbage leaves yes. up? Yes. Oh, oh she did it. Okay, so I didn't know she did it. <laughs> she was, it's at like, the time, Adrian was what? super I was like, refusing. man, I didn't want to walk around smelling like old cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you supposed to have cabbage leaves like all day? Yeah. Like, you have to put them in your bra, and you have to keep your bra on, and you have to walk around like that for the whole day. I so tried like it you twice. at work, like, just cabbage? Just cabbage, child. I was spraying like body sh- spray. <laughs> oh. That's all I so had. So, you don't do anything when you sweat, because then a cabbage right. is going to be cooking. It's cooking. Oh, oh, Lord. Okay. Like, they, I had a co-worker who told me to try, like, um, ace bandages, wrap them up real, real, real tight. Mm-hmm. Like, almost kind of, like, compressing your breasts. Mm-hmm. Didn't work. Just caused a lot of pain. Yeah. Wow. They tell you a lot of stuff, child. It's just... So on one hand, you definitely have to thank God for the guidance that's out there. Because could you imagine not having anything to look to? But then on one hand, thank God for like your own common sense and my brain. Own discernment. You know, like, yeah. you know what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't it's think like, I'm gonna yeah, do it. I don't think this sounds right for me in my life. But right. thank you for this information. I mean, right. I'm surprised because I the way she was set up about them cabbage leaves when I was going uh, yeah, I was, around, I was she was like determined so not to do it. And I was like, man, I'm yeah. getting desperate. Like I need to try it, but it still didn't work. So, so you have how old is your daughter? Because she's young. She just turned two. Okay. So, oh yeah, she's, she's like two, young. going on twenty two. Okay, that sounds about right. <laughs> so. What have you learned about yourself since having her that you're just like, oh, I didn't even know, like, I had this in me or this was a part of my personality? First, I never thought I had those motherly instincts. I just, I was, you know, I'm I'm a very, like, I don't want to call it self-centered, but it's kind of like, yeah, if it you ain't just really. Call it a, what it is, yeah, girl, self-centered. <laughs> you, you know, it ain't necessarily affecting Adrian or somebody super close to me. I'm just like, oh, okay, then you'll be all right, you yeah. know. But, like, man, the slightest thing, I'm just like, oh, you okay? But she's that child. Like, she'll jump off the couch and keep running. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then I learned, the biggest thing I've learned is I have patience. Before, I thought I had zero patience. I'm developing it. Okay. That must be a motherly, motherly <laughs> instinct because I have zero. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have selective patience. <laughs> Selective, because I think Brandy was the first person to point out to me that I was not that patient. I thought, first of all, I thought my whole life a lie. I thought I was patient, child. But at work, I feel like I'm very patient. That's good, and you work with kids. So yeah, working with teenagers, I'm very like working with kids. I'm patient. Yeah, when I hear you talking about that, it's like, yeah, I'm not built for that. Yeah, but other areas of my life, I guess I just feel like, all right now, all right, all right. <laughs> so at least that's good. That's the most important thing as a yeah. parent. Because moments where you do need to, like, watch them grow and kind of flourish on their own mm-hmm. and figure stuff out and not be like, oh, because I said so. Stop for I beat your brains out and put them <laughs> back in because I can't go to jail. Like, whatever. It's like she'll test it. I, like, my child, she will, you'll tell her not to do something. She will look at you as she's doing it to just to see how far you're going to go. I'm talking about, like, every child I know. Like, okay. <laughs> so I was with a friend to the show, Robin, uh, the other day we were at a game at our school. Mm-hmm. And so she had my little baby there, little Solo. So she told Solo to come here. And he looked her straight in the face and shook his head no. Mm-hmm. And kept going the other way. And she was like, uh, excuse me? <laughs> God, and she had to go you. get up and chase him across the oh. other side of the room. But it's just like, in moments like that, it's just like, you want to disappoint her. But at the same like, time, it's like. That's so cute. Baby, like, right? let them learn. <laughs> Adrian, do you see your 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 mom and yourself now as a parent? For the first time wow. ever. Wow. Yes. Because oh. me and my mom are polar 
opposites. Exactly. Like she's so kind and sweet and quiet. <laughs> she she's a nerd. Answer. Like she, I love my mama, but it's you know she's a nerd. Yeah, <laughs> we're nothing alike. And it's I see more and more of me in her. Like I'll find myself saying stuff to Phoenix, like Oh Lord, I sound like my mama. Like you <laughs> yeah. know. But I mean, and my mama, she just she sits back and she just smiles. All right. Like, yeah. You Touch going yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically. Because she's going to say that one day. <laughs> I bet it. You getting it all back. <laughs> That's more the smile she has. Like. You getting it all back. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, talk about like the long nights. Because I just think about like me, I'm just like, I just can't do it. Like, thinking about being a single mom, a shout out to every single, like, shout outs. Right. Because the way my tiredness be set up and my <laughs> nerves, I'm just like, like, what I would do, like, if the baby is sick or something, mm-hmm. and I got to stay up till, like, 2 a.m. because they don't mm-hmm. go to sleep, then I got to go to work. Like, I ain't going to be able to go to work, but then I got to go to work. Like, how do you, like, balance all of that? Because I'm like, I know for sure I need the tag team, you know, but people do it every day without it. You have, you have no choice. It's like, it's something you have to do, like... Before again, before Phoenix, okay, I'm not going to work. I'm tired. I don't feel like it. Well, these bills got to get paid. Mm -hmm. She need pull ups, and it's just okay. I remember when she was two, two months or so, Mm -hmm. she developed colic, and colic is like real gassy in the stomach. And she right when she developed colic, she went into a cluster feeding. When they cluster feed, they feed every hour on hour like clockwork around the clock. I'm tired. So in between breastfeeding <laughs> and just trying to manage her, keep her calm because she's crying because she's in pain from gas, that went on for like a good six weeks. And I remember being so exhausted, but it was just like, I got to do it. This did is you my cry? child. Did you cry like I, that? I did get to a point where I was just like, my, I don't think I could do this. I was crying. My mom was rubbing my back. Baby, you could do it. We'll help you where we can. But I'm mama. I'm breastfeeding, so I have no choice. I yeah. have to do this. Yeah. I mean, I do what I got to do. Like, no, my child, she doesn't sleep through the night. I'm going on about two years of being sleep deprived. But I, I get up and I'm at work for 6 o'clock every morning. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. You at work at 6 o'clock? At clock. At clocked in, working 6 o'clock every morning. Girl, let me just give you Girl. praises right now, okay? <laughs> right. Because when I, when I think when we do find ourselves in certain situations, you rise to the occasion. You have no choice. You have to do yeah. it. Yeah. Like, a lot of times we're like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. Don't say what you can't do now. Right. Right. Because when it come about, you find out you, oh, I can. Right. And you do. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So, um, is there anything that you would have changed about this journey looking back? Like, now that she's too... Anything that you would have done differently? Absolutely and to not. add to that, do you, how, is there still a huge void because you are a single parent? You know, like, is it something you're just like, single parent, we good, like, we tackling this, or do you still have a desire to have a partner? I have a desire to have a partner in the future. Mm-hmm. But as of like right now, I feel like I have too much at stake. Yeah. Like, that's where the whole celibacy thing comes in. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't introduce, like, all these different men into her life and all this kind of stuff. So, no. Like, we, to me, we, like, we, you know, Jordan in the zone. Like, that's where we at. Like, yeah. We in the zone. <laughs> like, we head on every day. Like, she know our routine. We get it. I wouldn't change anything. I wouldn't change nothing about the house buying process. When we did it, I wouldn't change. I wouldn't change anything because it, it showed me who I am and who I could be for her. Yeah. So no, I wouldn't change a thing. 
That's important. Like just, if I could change her, you know, sleep through the night. That's about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's all right. Just gotta sleep, child. You know, just give us some night. I'm just playing. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> I just, you know, just a non-parent over here thinking, you know, parenting. Parenting. <laughs> Okay. Um, I'm just listeners. It yeah. was just a joke. <laughs> Although we do know some people will rub a little some some of them babies' gums. <laughs> To give First of all, this girl got a full mouth of teeth. You put she, your finger yeah, in. She got first tooth in three months. Like, oh. Nah. Nah. I was just trying to make it better. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I failed it that one. I dropped the ball here. It's okay. In decent drugs. Uh, it's, okay. <laughs> it's okay. So, I want to go into more about you. Do you even see it as a you anymore? Because, like, when you talked about buying the house, you said we. Like, is everything, like, just you and her? Like, how do you balance, like, still being true to you and who you are and your many commas of talents that you have behind your name and staying focused on her? Well, that's kind of what I'm going through this year. That's my journey for this year because I put my, you know, people will put parts of themselves on the back burner. I put my entire self on the back burner. Like, I've never kept the hair color this long. Or, you know what I mean? It's just stuff I've never <laughs> done. She had I, I don't. Like, I change it every three months. And it was just like, the little time that I could be doing or doing this, I could be spending with her. We could be doing this. We could be doing it. Like, when they took me out to, we went to Tsunamis for my birthday, I felt so guilty the whole night. Because I wasn't with my child. Like, this weekend right now is the first weekend she's ever spent away from me. Mm-hmm. It's a struggle. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to lie. It's a struggle. But this year, it's all about... Because if I keep giving so much of myself, I won't have anything left to give. You know? Yeah. Like, I'll burn out. Mm-hmm. I can't keep burning a candle at both ends. So, it's time to... So, I started, you know, setting these goals for myself. Like, hey, you're going to start paying more. You're going to pull out your camera and all these ideas and stuff that you have, it's time to start doing them. Mm-hmm. All the stuff you want to experiment with, it's time to start doing it. Yeah. And just taking out a little time, not a lot, just a little time each month. I'll try each week is my goal, but I don't know if that's going to happen. But for sure, every month I'm trying to have something completed. Mm-hmm. That's so. What are you experimenting with? What are some of those things with you? Don't mind sharing well, I, I like I told you, I just did a, a full painting with a palette knife. That was my first time ever doing it. I'm used to different brushes, using my hands, whatever. And I was just like, well, you know, let's try it. Let's mm-hmm. see what it'll do. And I mean, I like it. I think it came out dope. Me too. I'm going to walk out of here with it. Don't worry. Okay. I'm trying to just purchase yeah, it. I paid you a picture before. Yeah, I, I did. Yes, you did. And it's up. Thank you very much. It's finally up? Yes. I plan on working with resin. It's a proxy resin. It's almost like a, a thick... I don't want to call it acrylic, but you see it a lot in stuff where stuff is made out of it, Mm -hmm. but you don't necessarily know it's resin. I want to experiment with that, with alcohol, inks, and just different mediums, period, Mm -hmm. and not necessarily just painting on canvas. Or Then I have all these projects that I want to do. Like I told you about one I wanted to do, what, a couple of years ago? Before I think I was before I got pregnant or right when I got pregnant. I want to do, like, I want to do my first photography project. Where I want to do like real life beauty shots Mm -hmm. of like the women in my life. Like I want to do very raw, natural, close up, no makeup, Mm -hmm. just bare you. And let the essence of you come out in the picture. Mm -hmm. I want them all in black and white and I'm going to put them in a book. 
Like yeah. I'm gonna get them printed in the books. So you did say that a while ago. That's happening this that. year. Oh, oh. I ask for little to minimum, like no makeup at all. <sighs> I want to see just you. Like I feel like that should be celebrated more. So I want to like put it out there. Yeah. Good. Girl. And I think with all the things that you have going on, at least of what you told us about here, are definitely things your daughter can be involved in. Or at least she'll be able to see them, you know. Well, I'm trying with her. Like, I, yeah. we did our first painting for Mother's Day last year. Mm-hmm. That was, that, that tested my patience. <laughs> <laughs> she, um, she's like, she understands the camera now. She'll see me use it, but I won't let her touch it. Like, too expensive, baby. I can't let you touch this. But mm-hmm. I plan on getting her, like, a little small point and shoot. And then one of my, my other goals for, sh- for sure this year is to either, I really want to just teach myself how to fully play the bass guitar. Mm-hmm. That's something definitely that I'm going to get her involved in. Yeah. This, yeah. Is, this child is self-taught. Like, she has taken no painting classes, no music classes, no photography classes, like nothing. Everything in this place that we're in, she's done. Yeah. With no, like, that's raw talent, like... With no just like guidance, mm-hmm. just like an eye. If she look at something, she could or have a vision in her mind, a thought in her mind. Mm-hmm. She just that's like so dope to me. Like, oh, can I get this gift, God? I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying because her mm-hmm. mom is the same way. Yeah, like, my mama always pushed me. Like I was five years old, she was like, "No, you gonna sit here, and you gonna learn how to sew." Yeah, like I was doing crocheting by like seven years old. Mm-hmm. So it was always you need to like it was always what. You want to be creative, I'm going to show you different ways that you can do it. And then as I got older, it was like, Mama, I want to try this. And she never once ever told me no. It was always, well, okay, let's go to the store and see what we can find and make it or figure it out. And mm-hmm. it was just always pushing it to, like, just explore, just do what you want, yeah. do it. And That's another thing out there for parents to be mindful of is, like, nurture what you see your kids absolutely. doing. Absolutely. Because a lot of parents don't do that. I mean, some of them do, right. and some don't. And so, I think T.D. Jake, Jakes talked about that mm-hmm. in um, this interview with um, Stephen Furtick about nurturing that. If you see the potential in your child, definitely nurture it. Absolutely. Just push like, them to their potential in it. Don't and stifle them because you can't see it. Yeah. Just trust it and go with it. Are you going to be that way with Phoenix? Absolutely. Like, I try to like my mama called me crazy but like i don't like to inhibit her like so when we get home if you want to go down to just a diaper take everything off baby mm-hmm. go run around the house and be free like i just i i love her personality like she has so much personality and she's only two mm-hmm. and people laugh at like the faces she make and the stuff she says already but it's like i see it blossoming in the more so you want to paint let's paint well We'll paint with my, you know, get time. Right. <laughs> that's a mess within right. itself. But I like, I always just. Wait a minute. My God, baby, can't be no nudist now. Come on. <laughs> Let her live her life. Okay. Mary used to talk about me because I did Avery like that all the time. Really? Like when I was babysitting her, I was like, girl, let's get you off of some of these clothes, child. Right. You're just free, too, child. Yes. <laughs> just too caught up. I feel like you're hot. Oh. <laughs> Baby saying, never wrong with them. <laughs> well, I think it's great that you're getting back to yourself and. The things that you love, that's important. Because a lot of parents do lose themselves. You do. you And you don't intentionally do it, but you're just so caught up in the hustle and bustle of everything. Mm-hmm. And let's make sure you fit. Let's make sure you bathe. Are you sick? Did you clean your nose? Let me comb your hair. Like, all that kind of stuff. And you just get caught up in it to, when you're done, it's, whoo, child. 
I'm tired. I'm ready to take a nap. I need to get in the shower. Mm. I need to go to sleep. I right. got to get prepared for work the next day. So a lot of your stuff get, you really get put on the back burner. Mm-hmm. You got to find time for yourself. So that's what I plan on doing this year. Well, I've started doing that already. Yeah. So yeah. we'll carry it out. It's going to be good. Yes. Got to be great. So what are some big like messages that you've heard God say to you over this journey? Just some big things that kind of just put some fire under in your heart. And you're like, okay, I got this. The biggest thing I would say was when I was buying my house. And I remember calling Brandon because I was questioning everything. Because it was mm-hmm. just like, I, I wasn't getting the lesson that I needed to learn. So I just kept going through this. Well, putting a bid on a house. Something happened. Somebody else would get it. Or I need to pull out. or It was always something. I was just like, Brandon, I don't... I don't know. And she was just like, Adrian, have you ever heard the voice of God before? And I had to really sit down and think about it. Mm -hmm. And once I actually, you know, just, you know, be still. Mm -hmm. I got you. Yeah. And once I actually prayed about it and did it, like, man, Mm -hmm. I always tell the process of me buying a house to everybody because I feel like that's my testimony. So I try to tell everybody if they're curious about it. Like, I told it at my house for And everybody was just sitting there like, what? I was like, well, child, I got to tell it. Yes. So. What's testimony? Tell us more. <laughs> <laughs> tell it. Right. It was, um, I was sitting at work and a girl who I just met, she had been going through the house buying process for two years. And she was like, well, you have a child. Don't you plan on buying a house? I was like, yeah, when she get like five or six or so, you know, later on down the road. I'm not trying to do that right now. And I remember going home or driving home and the Lord kind of said, well, Adrian, why not? Mm-hmm. Okay, then. I'm going to be me. I'm going at it full force. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. I'm researching. I'm looking. I go find people. I find my own broker, and I find my realtor. But it was, it's, I'm thinking I'm doing this, but he's leading me to these people. Mm-hmm. So we're going through the process, and I'm becoming frustrated because I go put in a bid on the house. Something will happen. I got to pull out. I'd be disappointed. And after talking to Brandy and really praying on it, it's like, okay, Lord. I'm going to sit back and I'm going to trust you on it. So when we did that, it was about, it, I, we, my realtor found this house. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, Adrian, I think you ought to look at this. And I was like, I guess, you know, I guess we can, you know, no biggie. But I had other houses I wanted to look at. So I was like, well, we got to look at this one first before we look at this one. Mm-hmm. So we went to go look at the house that I wanted to see. As soon as we got out the car, big, huge dog in the driveway. My realtor's pregnant. I got my two-year-old, my mom with me. I'm like, you know what? We like, can't look at like this Kuja? house. Like Kuja? Like big dog. Like, <laughs> like And I'm not scared of dogs, but this was a really big dog. And I was yeah. like, I can't look at this house. And I was like, man, why would somebody want to sell a house with this big dog in the driveway? I don't know if the dog was for the people or what. He but was he, on a chain or anything? He was standing up looking at us. Like, who y'all? So, you know, we <laughs> got in the car and we bagged out. She was like, okay, well, let's let's go look at the next house. See, some of the, that's some of that growth you were talking about. Because before, if you would have had that baby, you would have been like, scoot over, dog. Right. Really? Because I'm not scared of dogs. Right. So I'm like, well, we're going to test you. Right. But we came and we looked at this house and this was like really the first house that my daughter got in and she just she was completely comfortable she just ran down you know running around and 
And my mama was walking through and she was like, Adrian, I really like this house. I was like, oh, where, mama, you do? That's what's up. You know, I kept walking. <laughs> and she was like, Lord, if this is our house, this is our house. And I'm like, all right, mama. So I started talking to my realtor about the house. And I was like, man, this is a real nice house. And we started putting the numbers together. And I was like, nobody put a bid in on this house yet? And she was like, no. I was like, well, okay, then let's put a bid in. Mm-hmm. So we put in a bid that evening. The next morning she called me. I put in a bid, and they happened to have a girl who previously looked at the house with a woman put in a bid right behind me, mm-hmm. and her bid was like ten thousand more than mine. Mm-hmm. So naturally, they went with her bid, and I'm just like, "Oh Lord, really? Like, why is this happening again?" Right. And he, you know, he chill like, out. I got excited, you know. Like I didn't want to get excited all of again just to have you know be let down again. He was like, you know, chill out. I'm like, okay, whatever. So I get back to doing what I used to do. I'm going, I'm looking at these lists. I'm going to look at this one, this one, and this one, and this one. I made a list of six houses. We looked at this house on a Thursday. I made a list of six houses after she called me that Friday. <clears throat> By that Saturday, all six houses went under contract. I couldn't look at any of them. Oh, wow. So that Sunday, I'm sitting in my brother's baby shower just like, <sighs> my realtor texts me, hey, Adrian, be prepared. I think the girl going to pull out. I'm like, tell you that girl going to pull out. She got that house. Wow. Why we worried about it? By the time the baby shower was over with, she called me. She said, hey, let's get a backup offer together just in case. All right, so you know, whatever. Let's do it. <laughs> Monday morning, she called me. She was like, well, the girl pulled out. I'm like, you serious? So she pulled out. And they was like, well, yeah. The seller, they mean everything we want. They just want to come down that extra 5000 that you asked. And I said, well, what are we asking for? So she told me all the stuff she listed with my offer. I said, man, we'll take it. They accept, I sent it back, told them we'll accept their offer. That was that. We got the, everything just went smooth after that. Mm -hmm. The appraisal went smooth. We went to do the inspection. The owner came. Like, the owners are never there when you do an inspection. They Mm -hmm. came. He walked through the house with me. We talking, joking, laughing. I was like, oh, okay, then I, I really like this house. And he started explaining to me the history behind the house. He's a cabinet maker, so a lot of the cabinets he put in himself. Young mm-hmm. guy, he like our age. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay, then. So we get to closing. And, oh, I forgot to tell y'all, my broker I had at the beginning, even with all the houses that I was looking at was dropping, my broker left me. Mm-hmm. So the broker that I got, I was just like, well, you know, I don't really know him. But mm-hmm. I'm a, you know, I'm a go out, go with it. I'm a trusted. Once we got back in contact with him, hey, we found a house. They accepted our offer. He said, Miss Whitfield, I'm gonna take care of everything. And no lie, he took care of everything. But by the time we got to closing, like he moved, he worked everything out so well that the closing date got moved up. Mm-hmm. We closed early. When we getting there to close, it it went so smoothly. Like we were all in there just laughing, joking, talking. And even my realtor and the seller's realtor was like, man, well, let me get your number because we've never been to a closing that goes this smooth. Mm-hmm. Like, we've never experienced nothing like this before. And we walked out of that. I even walked out with a check in my hand. Like, the buyer never walks out with a check. Right. Won't he do it? The amount Won't that he it? told me to bring was like 4000 more than what I actually needed. So I got a check cut back to me and I got to walk out with a check and keys to a house. Yeah. Like it was just, but through, through all of it, I really learned that you can't do everything. You have to sit back and you really, if you say you trust them, you really have to trust them. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. 
which is, you know, it was kind of hard for me. I'm not going to lie. It was, it was hard, but <laughs> yeah. we made it through it. That was yeah. my biggest lesson learned to date. That's so awesome because I think moving forward, you'd be, you're more, once once we have those big moments moving forward, we're like, all right, God, let me throw it to you because you know how you, you do, do stuff. Right, right. <laughs> you, know, you, you made this it. happen, right? right. Once you figure it out, you, you got it. Right. right. I'll be over here just living, waiting <laughs> you know? on you. Right. Right. <laughs> That's so amazing. That's like an awesome testimony. And just like, especially with the day and time that we're in, we, we want that instant gratification. Instant. Like all the time, like mm-hmm. just being where we are, where we see things and how just looking at the Instagrams and the Facebooks and the just other people's lives that right. could not even, I mean, you didn't post your life what your your story on when you started your process with buying but other people do and it seems like it's instantaneous and right. the they don't people don't see the the letdowns or the mm-hmm. the the sad nights you had or the like uh, just the, just like why Jesus why is this happening to me they don't see that part they see the Asian with her new <laughs> holding her keys to her new house, into the house. <laughs> right? They, they don't know about part. us talking on the phone, and I'm just like, Brandy, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> right. yeah. They don't know about that part, right? But but God, right? But God, like I think that that's an awesome message, like an awesome testimony, and you should tell it to everybody because I think oftentimes with us with the hustle and bustle in life, we forget that He is He be still He got it He got us I mean if He brought us to it. He gonna bring us through it, right? You're right. (laughs) And so I kind of want to go back for two seconds to touch on something you mentioned earlier. We were talking about celibacy. So you kind of mentioned that you have been celibate um, since having your daughter. So I guess my question with that is because a lot, you know, obviously here that we believe that sex outside of marriage is like just no good for your whole soul in general. And you know, we had a journey to get there. You know, so no judgment on that end. But, you know, looking back, you're like, I see why hmm. the Bible says wait. Um, so how do you think that um, just your decision to be celibate and just continuously be obedient to his word and just, you know, not being so selfish anymore has translated in how you've been blessed lately? Well, it was, it's everything. Cause I, I personally, well, I know every parent feels like that, but I just feel like I have too much at stake Yeah. to go into it. But I just feel like once, you know, once you stop focusing on him and what you're doing and all of, you know, all the stuff you were doing, yeah, it just, it opens up everything else to you. Like I have time to do stuff, well, not necessarily do everything that I would like to do, but I'm more, way more focused on my child now. I'm more focused on family now. And cause before, like, you know, when you're in a relationship, even though, you, you know, your family and stuff matters to you, most of the time you put everybody else on the back burner for your relationship. Mm-hmm. You don't, well, most of the time you don't intentionally do it, but you do it. Yeah. So it's like I can actually spend time with my niece again and spend time with my brothers and my family. I can chop it up with her whenever yeah. she's in town or, you know, <laughs> like I have time to do stuff. Like before it was just kind of like, no, nah, I ain't going to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. But now I can just, what y'all want to do today? Yeah. As long as it is, I can bring my baby. I'm cool. Yeah. Shout out to Adrian's brothers, too, because they definitely stepped into the plate. Um, yeah. Through, through that whole journey. Like, it's it's amazing to see. I mean, Adrian is close with her siblings anyway, mm-hmm. but just the way they stepped up when 
she went through this whole journey with mm-hmm. having Phoenix, and then of course afterwards, I mean, her brother, mm-hmm. one of her brothers just left. Right, <laughs> like, they here all the time. Like they super, they have super great relationships with each other's kids. Like yeah. it's, it's dope. Shout out to Bub for the maternity massages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, because he sure yeah. did. I forgot her brother went to a massage therapy school. Okay. And he, uh, like, he he he's always more like I joking. Like our whole life, we would always call him soft. Like, yeah. man, you the soft one. You the soft <laughs> one. But like he he's really nurturing at nature. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like, well, Adrian, how you feeling today? You need anything? Phoenix mm-hmm. need anything? What are y'all going through? My brother from Texas, we don't talk every day, but it's just, if I need it, I know he got it. Yeah. And we just know he cry cry. Yes. <laughs> Wait a minute. Y'all not going to do my cousin. He was never to be my that. sibling if he wasn't. <laughs> no, that thing is great. Oh my goodness. That is a whole another, my introduction to his whole life. I just can't. But anyway. <laughs> Lord, I girl, she's not gonna let you live that down. I don't know. I just love it. He's hilarious. Yeah, I can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we gonna talk about that. Go back and arrest him. He was out loud. <laughs> but that's awesome. That's a blessing, too, to have such a support system around right. you. Absolutely. Because, you know, it's, it's a lot of people who have, who have had to go through a single parent journey and they don't have, like, they don't have a the family support, connection. Right. Yeah. And so that's good that you can at least say, dang, like, this sucks. But, dang, it doesn't really suck because I'm not really alone. I wouldn't even say it sucks. It was just kind of mm-hmm. like, I think for me, it was, I almost felt like my relationship was such a burden. Yeah. So once, you know, I got pregnant with Phoenix and, you know, you get that aha moment. Then it was just like, cool, let's do it. Let's yeah. go from here. And it was just, I had, a, you know, I had a support system to rely on. To help me go through it. Even if I don't need them, it's still there. It's still yeah. there. Like, my parents call me every day. Yeah. <laughs> I love y'all. <laughs> they call every day. Y'all locked up? Phoenix and eight? Y'all going to bed? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Yes, we are. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. You got to love a great support system like that. <laughs> I just think it's awesome to see a single mom who's beasting out in motherhood right beasting out in personal life you know don't have everything figured out but you working on it child we trying to we trying. <laughs> you might see if she might have green hair next month. i know I she mean. might change it to hair color <laughs> I'm, and i'm telling y'all this is the longest i've had a hair color and it's driving me crazy but it was like the time that it takes to do that we could be watching boss baby for the millionth time okay <laughs> She watches that oh, movie back to back to back. <laughs> we could be watching Boss Baby for the million times. Yeah. So I was like, I'll catch it when I catch it. Like, I was supposed to do it this weekend. Nah, I could wait. Yeah. So that's how things change for you. Right. Right. And not for where it's just different, you know? Yeah. And fulfilling. So that's good. Well, yeah. I've had a good time. I did too. Thank you so much for being a guest on the show. We appreciate it. You and your openness and all your positive vibes. Yeah, I've been listening to y'all since episode one. Ooh, Shout out. Yes. Thank you. We definitely appreciate that. Yes, we so. love the love. <laughs> all right, well, we will be right back with our final thought. Hey, guys, if you like what you're hearing so far, follow us on Instagram at God and Lemonade. Hit the like button and share it with some friends. Hey, guys, it's Brian here with a final thought. It was amazing having Adrian here with us today to discuss her journey through single mom life, celibacy, work life, and getting back to herself.
Agent has had to be still and listen to God a lot during this journey. Psalms 46 and 10 says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations and I will be exalted on the earth. Remember, guys, keep God in the details.